cinephiles. No, I did not. Nick, welcome back Thank to you. our latest episode of American Cinephiles Redux. Yes. Uh, Gaden, thank you for the follow along with Chunk Taylor. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Yes, it is. Nick, we weren't here last week. Yeah. Why was this? Because uh, my apartment almost started on fire, but it's oh. fine. Oh. It's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You're no, sure? I, uh, yeah, no, we had a, um, like all the power went out on one side of our, uh, like our living room wall and I unplugged everything and uh, there was a power strip that melted and the, uh, the plate of the outlet was all singed. But then we had an electrician come in and after like 18 seconds, he's like, yeah, I replaced it. You're all good. And I said, okay, well, are we going to have like any other issues? He's like, probably not. I guess you'll know when you're burnt to a crisp. Um, Jesus. So that he didn't actually say that, but uh, <laughs> it's still. Yeah. So it, it ended up uh, we're It's all good now. So that's good. sorry, we couldn't do it last week. Hey, no, that's fine. I mean, honestly, <laughs> a lot of stuff happened in that that week. Streamlabs. Not Streamlabs, Stream Deck, stop failing. God, I hate you so much. What is that? What does that mean? Does that fuck us over? Are we gonna lose our are we gonna lose our sponsors? Are we gonna lose our advertisers? Our revenue? (laughs) What I got kids to feed, Kyle. Your your cats don't count. They do. I mean they count. No, no, they don't. (laughs) No, no, no. It's it's just something that the um, streamers use to like go in between scenes. So, oh, now you wanted to work. Like, so if, like, when you were talking, I had I had a camera angle just on you. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, make sure that shit works. Oh, it does work. It's working right now. Because right now we're in a two, two box. But, gotcha. Uh, so let's, let's get to it. I mean, number one story. Stuff that's happening um, next month, actually, is Zack Snyder's Justice League is sorry people let's turn this down <laughs> it's too bright Zack Snyder's Justice League is finally premiering come on camera you can do it come on there wow. we go awesome great this is this is why it's uncut <laughs> no it's finally happening and we finally and we got a, a brand new trailer for it uh now two weeks ago <laughs> yeah this point yeah but so nick tell us tell us your initial thoughts of the trailer uh it was a lot like the other one the first one so i didn't see a whole lot where i was like oh shit um the dark knight returns batmobile or bat tank yeah. i mm-hmm. suppose that was a very 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 welcome sight and then <laughs> Obviously, the only other thing that I remember <laughs> is uh, we live in a society. Yeah. And that um, was interesting. But <laughs> I, I think I think uh, I think Jared Leto looks awesome from that one, you know, like tiny, tiny little uh, clip. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm excited for it. I think I'm very excited to see what they do with that, even though Me- it's going to be like three minutes. But. Yeah, which is honestly fine. It's it's a it's set in the nightmare um, sequence, kind of like what we saw in Batman versus Superman, 
So it's just right. a continuation of that, which I'm okay with. I'm okay with him him adding more to that. So do you think, I mean, I've been wondering this. So he, you know, Snyder kind of went hard on that, um, excuse me, on that uh, nightmare sequence in Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he had a story he wanted to tell with that. So how much of the nightmare sequence do you think is going to be in this four hour? Cause I mean, it's uh, four hours is a long fucking, I mean, that's like double it is, the original running length. It is his, it just came out today that the official runtime is four hours, one minute and 28 seconds. That is a minute 28 longer than I thought it was going to be. I thought so too. Um, and we're not getting the mini series effects that we were initially told. Yeah. So we're getting it all at once. But the good thing about that is, is the pause button. That, I, <laughs> that's a great invention. <laughs> I read an article where they were saying you should still watch it um, like a mini series. And after watching uh, The Irishman, you know, a couple years ago, mm-hmm. uh, I should have done that as a mini series because that was a four hour uh, ordeal. And by the end of it, I was like, I peed myself twice. <laughs> that, so. that is one movie that I still have not sat down and watched yet. Oh, you should, dude. It's good. It's good. I, I will eventually, <laughs> I will eventually get to it. Um, I think after, after my, uh, my Kung Fu, um, series my marathon of movies that i am in right now which we'll talk about later i i think i I will go back and watch that i will i will sit down have watch the four hours of it and then come back being like why wasn't this two movies the irish oh no you could i mean no you could still do it i i wouldn't do it like two movies i still would have done it like a mini series like you know uh four episodes or even three um, and I kind of wish that's the way that Justice League was going uh, mm-hmm. just to to give it some like some decent stopping points, you know, uh, but I don't see any issue with sitting there for four hours and watching it and being like, that was four hours. It felt like an hour and a half. Snyder's, Snyder's good, I feel, with editing and with pacing, uh, except for Batman v Superman. But mm-hmm. uh, I think I think I think it'll be easy to watch it in one sitting for sure. So definitely. And the fact the fact that the the fans are finally getting us i'm i'm 100% behind i've i like for for better or worse i do like uh director's cuts of movies i think they are somewhat better than the actual film that we that we get originally mm, not always uh case in point uh, 20, 2003's Daredevil. Uh, I was going to say Apocalypse Now, Redux, but Daredevil okay. works too. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a deep pull. That is a very deep pull. I don't know <laughs> if a lot of people have even seen that, but I like, uh, the, I like the director's cut of Daredevil because mm-hmm. it was R-rated. Yep. That's like um, one of the first uh, R-rated like mainstream superheroes from what I remember. Uh, if it wasn't... <laughs> If it wasn't shot on film, you can't call it a film. I disagree. I'd say anybody that calls it film, whether or not it was shot on film, should be taken out back and shot. Oof, too far. 
it's a movie. <laughs> I'm joking. It I know you are, Dave. I know. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> Kill them all. Oh, oh, but along with um, Zack Snyder's trailer that for Justice League, we also got a picture of Jared Leto in the Rose Thorn headband, wreath, crown. Crown. Crown is what I wanted. Uh, I... I'm interested to see what that in what that all means for the story, but I I kind of want to know what you think, Nick. Is it just is it just, <laughs> have, <laughs> is it just is it just something like it's just the Joker being the Joker, or is there meaning behind it? I'm sure there's going to be some sort of meaning that's going to make me roll my eyes and be like Snyder, this is why it's this is why people shit on you, man. <laughs> um, I'm I hope it's I I have no idea because it looks like he has a fucking costume change in the same empty room, so that's kind of weird. But mm-hmm. uh, it it for a minute I was like, so they did get Willem <laughs> Dafoe to play Joker because I got mad uh, last Temptation of Christ vibes from that. I don't I don't know why they're doing it. I was already kind of like, all right, I'm I accept that the Joker's back in here. He's in this nightmare scene, but he's wearing a crown of thorns that. I don't know what kind of symbolism that could be or mm-hmm. if it means like he's the messiah of the nightmare universe. I, I have no idea. Uh, Chunk Taylor actually just asked, can the Snyder cut really be that much better than justice league? I I'm assuming you haven't seen justice league. Uh, it, <laughs> yeah, it can be. It, it, it can be, especially when <laughs> the director is when the, when the pre, when the second director is taken out and the previous original directors brought back in i yeah. think i think it'll be better well and it just felt so disjointed and mm-hmm. and weird that because uh, then chunk taylor also said more footage equals better film movie film movie um <laughs> i don't think that means it's going to be better i honestly didn't hate justice league because i went into it knowing like very mm-hmm. much like suicide squad like this isn't going to be great but you come out of it you're like that was weird but it was fun whatever um, I don't know if it's going to mean it's going to be a better movie. I think that it means that at least Zack Snyder will be able to kind of show like, hey, before shit went down, this is what I was building up to. Whether or not people like it, he's not getting paid for it. He's said that many no. times. He's he's not getting paid a dollar. He's just finishing it. And if you have HBO already, why not at least check it out and see it? So I'm more curious than I am like super excited. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited that I get to it's that sort of aspect of being able to see what got changed, what's being redone. Does it make it any better? Does it make it more uh, coherent? Uh, that's kind of what I'm excited to see. Okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Dave, Dave put in a, uh, a, a, a paragraph. Uh, the problem is the vision of the studio was different than the vision of Snyder's. The studio then told Joss to do this and that. And this and that to try and adjust things. But regardless, both versions are not going to be great at the end of the day. He plans to watch it, but he's not expecting anything. And it's just his opinion. And that that seems to be the number one thing is that it's you're not you're everyone should go in there expecting that it's not that it's going to be the the end all be all superhero film. It's yeah. not. It's. It's just something that he he never got to finish because of uh, family tragedy, and that. Could is, you say? Oh, I don't know if I want to. Say. 
No. <laughs> Could you no. say a death in the family? I'm sorry. I think I did last week. Oh, did you? Oh, fuck you! I did. think I did. I just stole that from you. That was terrible. It's uh, just it's low hanging. It's right there. It is because because you know? Klein Klein texted me about it and he's like, "Ooh, good pull, but ooh." Oh yeah, because I said if if Snyder was watching, he'd probably be like, "Fair." Yeah, I do remember that now. Son of a bitch. But no, I mean, I'm I'm interested to see what is all new what all changes and the the new characters that we didn't get to see uh from the original yeah version. um so if we're if we're on this already let's talk real quick um there's gonna be a a army of the dead no no no, no. oh fuck that uh <laughs> I saw that trailer. I I wasn't a huge fan, but I um no I'll no no watch it, one episode. No, it's a movie. I'll watch the first five minutes and see where that goes. There you go. Um, there's supposed to be a cameo of a superhero at the end. I think I yes. know who it is. I'm gonna ask you because you are kind of the the head honcho when it comes to all things DC. Okay. I now, I I'll, I'll preface this: Martian okay. Manhunter and. A Green Lantern are already confirmed to be in the film. Green, I guess Green Lantern is a 50-50. A Green Lantern. Well, then I guess that's it for this week. It's been fun. <laughs> no, uh, I, but... I was gonna say Martian Manhunter because I feel like these articles are trying to mislead you and be like, there's gonna be a cameo, but it's all it's one of these two already confirmed people. Mm-hmm. They're like, who else could it be? Injustice League, where like fans' faces are gonna melt. I can't think of, unless it's Plastic Man because their faces are melting, or Elongated Man. But that's that's way too big of a, a a deep dive into it, and I don't think they'll go that route. So then, what do you think it is? We need a Snyder cut of the Titanic. I'm actually <laughs> I'm currently working on that right now. So I will let you know when that's done. It's gonna be a six hour docudrama miniseries uh it's very meta you'll see they could oof i i think so dave dave brings up that they uh could throw in the new supergirl that was just cast um very recently uh into it who's also going to be in the new flash movie i don't think so uh especially with reshoots because i think reshoots are done how hard would you shit yourself if it was michael keaton's batman I was going to say uh, if, Martian Manhunter. If it was Michael Keaton's Batman, which has already been confirmed for the Flash movie. Yeah. it would. I think it would take away from the Flash movie. Oh, yeah, I guess. All right, Kyle. Sorry. Yeah. Um, um, but Nick, let us move away from the Snyder Cut. Let us move on to something bigger. Okay. Talk, talk to us about Darren Aronofsky's whale movie. Let me tell you, what, I would I would love this? to, Kyle. Here's the problem is I didn't prepare. So <laughs> give me a second. Okay, fair enough. Be- but uh, for oh, it's I know- literally called the whale. Fuck yes. Wow. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> so so here's what we know about it. And I'm very excited for this because and anyone in the chat who doesn't agree with this, you can go ahead and fuck off. <laughs> Brendan Fraser is a national treasure. George of the Jungle 
is the Citizen Kane of 1997 movies about grown men naked in the jungle. Uh, the Mummy, like, I mean, he's done tons and tons, and he's tons of great movies, and he can be a, a great actor too. Things like uh, School Ties, uh, Crash, like the dude knows how to how to how to work. And Cino Man, fuck yeah, and Cino Man, yeah, Doom Patrol, he's amazing in Scrubs was I, the only time I've ever bawled in a in an episode of a sitcom. Uh, so he is kind of making a comeback recently, and he is tied to this Darren Aronofsky movie. Um, I'm guessing anyone who's in this chat knows who Darren Aronofsky is. He's done Requiem for a Dream, Pie, Mother, uh, Noah, um, The Wrestler, The Fountain, which is probably my favorite. Um, so seeing him working with Brendan Fraser, I feel like is going to be it's going to do for Brendan Fraser what the fighter did for um, I was gonna, I was going to say Mickey Rooney, Mickey Rourke. Mm-hmm. Um, and granted mickey rourke uh, then after doing you know a marvel movie where he was the villain in uh, iron man 2 he kind of faded back into obscurity but i think this is going to be kind of like the primer that uh brendan fraser needs to get back into some of these bigger movies uh and what we know about it so far is it's based on a play about like a 400 500 pound man who is he's gay he has a daughter he was married obviously got a divorce and stuff and it's supposed to be like a comedy drama about like this super depressed guy who's you know super 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 overweight like to the point he can't move he has to have a care worker and it's kind of centered around him and the care worker and his relationship with his daughter that's really all i know about it um i don't even think they began shooting yet i think that's a couple months away and I haven't looked into the actual play at all because I want to be surprised by this. I can't wait to see Brendan Fraser come back and I'll watch anything Darren Aronofsky does. So I'm very, very excited for that. Excellent. So on par with the mummy then. That what the fuck are you comparing? <laughs> I'm gonna compare the mummy to a <laughs> a character study by Darren Aronofsky. I'm talking about Rice. like. <laughs> oh, you mean it's gonna it's gonna like bring him back to that level? Yes, because because um, that, that hype because those those few years, I think it was what 99 to 2002, around there. Yeah, I, I mean Mummy, even Mummy Returns. Yeah, but he was big before that. I would say like 95 to 2008 was his reign, was sort of the reign of Brendan Fraser. So um, instead of uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey, uh, what's uh, what was it? Uh, oh, damn it! Why can't I think of it? The word? It's been it's been a day, boy. Oh, uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, Renaissance and Matthew McConaughey Renaissance. We're gonna get a Brendan Fraser Renaissance. I hope so. I because I can't think of anyone who deserves it more. Uh, Chunk Taylor said, "Whatever happened to Brendan Fraser?" GQ interview is really good. I have read that interview or that that article like three times it's very very well done and he's very kind of open and honest in it um very see i can't think too there's a word when you're um fuck it it's fine (laughs) it's been a long week um it 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 honestly has been (laughs) so he he's gone through a ton and it's a that's a very good article to read if you if you kind of want to know where he's been at what's happened with him Mm -hmm. so very excited to see him come back Mm. Uh, so a couple a couple weeks ago, actually at, at this time I think it's been a couple months. Uh, Disney and uh, FX, I think it was a shareholders meeting. They came out and talked about 
FX's new show, and it's going to be based around the Alien franchise, but set on Earth. Now, we have already been on Earth with the Alien franchise, albeit Alien Alien versus Predator. That doesn't count. Okay, I'm. It it, it doesn't. Those are good. Those are good turn your brain off action movies that are bad. I will say that. They are popcorn movies at the best. What do you want from this FX series? It's mo- it's probably it's pro- uh it's going to be probably higher budget and more gorier, I guess, than what we see on TV now. So what else are you what else do you want from it? Where do you want it in the alien series? And do you want to see anyone pop up? I'm not gonna lie, this might be kind of an unpopular opinion. I don't really want it. Okay. At, at all. I don't need an alien show set on Earth. I don't see how that that doesn't feel um it doesn't feel like it fits in that well. I feel like that's kind of going outside of the lines a little. I, I'm sure there's ways to do it, and I could be completely wrong. I'm just saying from what I know now, I'm not very – I'm interested. I'm going to watch it. It's not what I want, though. I prefer – and this is where it gets a little unpopular. Just let Ridley Scott finish the trilogy he was going to do. I know a lot of people hate Prometheus. A lot of people hate Alien uh, Covenant. I – really i enjoyed both of those i i know you know they're everyone likes talking about how dumb the characters are especially in covenant and which is very true uh but the production the acting especially from michael fassbender like i want to see more walter and um david that was one of the most interesting parts to me i do get that people didn't like how he was kind of pivoting towards like what does creation mean when you really just kind of want to see xenomorphs ripping people's heads off and whatnot. Um, but I would prefer to see that. If you're not going to do that, I would prefer to see Neil Blomkamp's mm-hmm. Alien 5 with Sigourney Weaver. Um, I, pr- I would even prefer to see that. I, I don't really see any way, like, I could be excited about a show set on Earth. They don't really talk about when the timeline is. There's still too many unknowns for me. You know, if it's set, like, present day, one that's weird and two you can't really have anybody from from the movies because they take place so far in the future other than Waylon, i guess uh <laughs> chunk taylor asks is alien isolation the best sequel of the 2000s yeah yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely that game is you play as um amanda ripley and it feels like you're playing especially the first alien movie it is so true to its source it is extremely atmospheric i hate scary games i can never finish them and that was one of the first ones i couldn't stop playing um so yeah i would say out of any of the aliens sequels that one is the best granted it's a video game what about you kyle are you excited to see any anyone pop up or any surprises i mean i would if (laughs) it's a pants load of fun says chunk um it is i i mean and I'll be all, I would like to see Sigourney Weaver show up, but that is not going to happen, especially if it's set on Earth. No. So they'll definitely have the Wayland uh, ties to it, but I don't think we will 
we won't see any i don't think we'll see any lineage from anyone that we've seen before it's gonna be brand new people and how the how the aliens the xenomorphs get to earth besides a ship <laughs> i i don't know uh Chancoso says uh what if what if some writer tries to set it after alien resurrection ripley's clone on earth um we based on what happened with terminator uh genesis salvation or Uh, dark fate dark fate that fucking thing uh that i could see that and they'll be like well she's a clone so she ages like a normal person Mm -hmm. and we're gonna retcon any everything that we've really done in the movies uh i really hope that doesn't happen i've also heard it's going to be an anthology series of like a year ago they were talking about doing an alien series and uh ridley Mm -hmm. scott was kind of on board Mm-hmm. And it was going to be an anthology series. That would be, I, I would be more, I didn't even want that to begin with, but I would be more interested in that than a series set solely on earth. Yeah. Because we, we've got that, which is Prometheus. We only started it off on earth and then it moved away. We do not need to be on earth with an alien with no. any xenomorphs, keep it in space. That's where it belongs. Yeah. Um, in terms of like alien isolation, I'm actually going to start that game Tuesday. Are you going to stream that? I am going to stream it. You better plug your Twitch. Oh uh, well, if you're if you're in if you're on Twitch right now, get ready for that. Keep it in my space pants, says Dave. I will. Um, uh, yes. Yeah, so yes, uh, starting at least Tuesdays, I'm going to be doing alien isolation uh, streams. Uh, here twitch.tv slash kcrowsy89 um, so get ready for that I've never played the game before so it's going to be brand new to me and DJ Clark 21 you can say keep it in your space pants but I don't know if you've played the game or seen the working Joe uh, uh, robots in that game with the blanket faces but it's hard to keep your pants keep keep it in your pants when you see one of those it's they're essentially mechanical fuck dolls they're very oh, wow. interesting. Yeah, you're gonna enjoy it. They're very creepy, actually. Is it anything? Is it anything like Cyberpunk 2077 when it can work? You shut the fuck up. I love that <laughs> game. It's a net. I, I like it. <laughs> All right. So Nick, you you have you have the mic. You. It is your turn to talk about Cecile Hotel. Oh no, Cecil Hotel. Uh, Cecil? Yeah. Sorry. So- there's a show on Netflix and that's not the name of it. It's it's in there somewhere. I'm sure everyone knows about it or has heard about it. Um, I don't want to plug it and I don't want to say the real name because that show is a fucking piece of shit. Uh, and I don't know what it is with Netflix right now, basically churning out content. It's very much uh, quantity over quality. Um, this, this Cecil hotel thing I've, I've read about actually on our, on our old podcast, um, two D's in a nice guy. We did one of our spooky stories on it and it's, it was a very creepy story about this girl, uh, who was at this hotel. She was from Canada, I believe. And she came to California. She was staying at this hotel for the first time without, you know, her parents or anything. And the last she was seen was in uh, elevator surveillance footage acting very weird. She disappears. No one can find her like, Two weeks later, almost her body is found in a water tank on top of the roof of the hotel. This show takes four episodes, four hour long episodes to basically explain what happened to her. 
And the entire time, you know, there are there are interviews from police and stuff. Those parts are interesting. The rest of the time is about YouTubers, like armchair fucking investigators who start talking about like, oh, this is very similar to a movie with Jennifer Connelly called Dark Water. That movie came out two years before. Coincidence? I think not. Clearly, it's a fucking coincidence, as you'll find out by the end of the of the show. Um, and it's just these YouTube people who clearly don't want to help they want to get views. They go to the hotel. They're like, we want to get some closure. And they're sneaking around the hotel like up there. That's where she went. They're not solving anything. They're not doing anything. They're coming up with fucking stupid theories. And at the end, at the very end of the last episode, you find out exactly what happened, which had nothing to do with anything that these moronic YouTubers are saying. Um, and it is a problem with, with Netflix now, I think. I think they saw how, how popular... Um, what was that show about? Oh my God. It was like the first one um, about the guy from Wisconsin. I can't remember the name of it right now. Making a murderer. Yeah. And they saw how well that did. And they just started churning out these documentaries. A lot of them with no actual research. Another example of this was um, again, I can't remember what it was called. It might be the same series. Amer uh, like I think it was American crime story, something like that. It was about Chris Watts. And the entire documentary is it's not even a documentary. It's it was edited. It was just uh, Facebook videos from the wife. It was police cams from the police that investigated it. There isn't one piece of original footage shot. It was all just taken from all these different sources. At the end of the day, it's like I, I could have 100 percent done that myself. And I'm so sick of these like there and granted there are some very good documentaries on 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 netflix there's a, a one about a samurai that just came out like two days ago and i started kind of watching um i started kind of watching the trailers of it it looks very very good very unique too but uh, but a lot of these crime ones it's it's like let's get it out as fast as we can just to have it out there and then people will eat it up and it's more about the sensationalism over the actual facts and i think um, um making a murderer did the same thing, you know, uh, they, they were very one-sided from what I know. I've never watched it because I heard they were very one-sided and, and the, the writers of it sort of twisted it to make it more interesting and to make the viewer kind of go down a certain path with, uh, with those events. So if you, I honestly, if anybody wants to watch it, the Cecil hotel thing, I would just go on YouTube, which is funny because I just sat here shitting on YouTubers, but there are good sources on YouTube where you can get like kind of all the facts. You can watch it in a half hour, 45 minutes. You'll literally get every important fact and you don't have to sit there for four hours to come to the conclusion. Why the fuck did I just watch all of this? So that's my take on it. Excellent. So I will not be watching it at all. Thank you for that uh, wonderful review. You're welcome, Kyle. Thank you. Now, why don't um, you tell me about the It Man series? I I shall. So, uh, my girlfriend and I we've been we've been watching Avatar: The Last Airbender and uh, Legend of Korra, which is Nickelodeon uh, cartoon with uh, like elements and in a kid it's that's very basic of it <laughs> but uh i saw on best buy that they that they had a 
a collection of it man uh with donnie yen um now most most if not all americans would know donnie yen from rogue one a star wars story as the blind guardian of the will he's the one that says i'm one with the force and the force is with me yeah and then he dies spoilers <laughs> well i mean that that movie is excuse me. it's old now five six years old five six years yeah yeah it it it's okay to be spoiled so i saw that and i texted i texted our friend aaron and i'm like hey do you have any of these these movies because i've i've seen them and i've been wanting to watch them quick question is that the one with the first three in it because if it is i have that same one it no it's actually the 4k collection of all four. Oh, i have the dvd copies of the first three well you know what you got to do destroy them break them get the 4k i could sell them but continue sell them for five dollars that's true at your local gamestop they'll give you two cents half price books gamestop doesn't buy movies that was a joke all right any <laughs> anywho so he says i do but they are all on netflix so i'm like sweet that makes it easy especially in this time of uh covid and social distancing where i don't have to go and uh borrow them from them so i sit down and i watch the first one and i am <laughs> these trying times yes 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 trying uh, yeah during these uncertain times yes yeah. so i sit down and i watch it and i'm like and i'm i'm blown away by by the core by the choreography and the fighting that are that is in this movie now the the really run down synopsis of this of the first one is that this uh chinese uh martial artist Kung Fu master um, doesn't take in any students, but people try and fight him so that he, so that they can try to get him as a student. Uh, the Japanese come in and take over his town because this is during world war two. He goes, he went from a life of, you know, rich down to poverty. Um, his, one of one of the other masters in the town uh, tragically dies, and it is it man. He 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 decides to take on, so to speak, the Japanese to get them out and everything. Needless to say, holy frack, Donnie Yen is amazing. Uh. I didn't I didn't know this in terms of like World War II history. So it was it was a very like you learning idiot. experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chunk says he he single-handedly wins the Pacific Theater of WW2. No, no, that's bullshit because I did that in one of the Medal of Honor games. Like Medal I mean, of Honor I've, Pacific Rim or one of those. I mean, I think we've all done it in Axis and Allies. And if you haven't played okay. that game. Try being Alaska. You see what happens. So did you watch all of them? I have watched all four. I've only seen the first. I okay. still watched the other two. So um, two and four <laughs> white men are terrible. We white men 
are racist assholes. Yeah. To everyone. That yeah. is truth. And holy crap, did it like by the fourth one, I was like, I've I hate being a white man. <laughs> just just from the amount of hate that they were that they were given. Yes, yes, Dave. We are the effing worst. And it's it was it was nice to see <laughs> straight white men. Yes. Straight white married white men are the worst. <laughs> um it was nice <laughs> it was nice to see us us white men not being the winners but being the losers. Because the story is not about us. It was about it was about that culture and it man. So I, I mean, I would definitely recommend it for the choreography alone and the fighting. It's some of the best I've seen. And I've gone, I've gone down this rabbit hole of Kung Fu movies uh, that our friend Aaron has graciously given me a list for, and he's given me some movies to watch. Uh, we did a little uh, drive-by DVD off. So I'm, I'm excited to continue down this path and it's going to be better than anything i've ever seen better than anything you've ever seen well i mean i did watch triple frontier that's which a good is, one um it's 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 a action movie well there's has, like one action part but yeah it it has uh it has the guy from the raid in it Triple Frontier with Charlie Hunnam. Oh, sorry, ben Triple Affleck. Threat. Triple Threat. Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> triple Threat. Good lord. I two Netflix movies both have triple in it. Yeah. We shouldn't do that. See, if we're going to talk about how white men suck, I really don't want to get into my next review, which is for Oh, please do. The Black Messiah. You want to talk <laughs> about how white men suck? Holy cow. Uh, but <laughs> well, before I do though, um if you are into Kung Fu or any of the fighting that um, the director of the raid has done or things like that, there's two shows. One is warrior, which is based off of the writings of <clears throat> Bruce Lee. It was a show he was going to make himself and the studios went a different way. They hired Keith Carradine. I want to say um, for a show called Kung Fu. And that's kind of what, what warrior is. So if any of you have HBO, Plus, is that what is my what is HBO, HBO? Max? Thank you. <laughs> if you have HBO Max, plus is every other streaming service apparently. Yeah, um, HBO Max has the first two seasons. There's only been two. They're hoping they can make another one, um, but it's based off of like a show that Bruce Lee was going to do. It's very kind of. It feels like Gangs of New York meets any Bruce Lee movie. Uh, the <laughs> fighting is awesome. Um, the story is really good. It's it's about. Um, these Chinese immigrants who basically come to San Francisco in the late 1800s and the sort of gangs in Chinatown and stuff like that. So if, if any of you want, I would definitely check out uh, warrior on HBO max. And then the other one is called gangs of London. The director of the raid directed a bunch of the episodes in the first episode. There's the best fight scene I've ever seen on TV, excluding daredevil, the hallway fight scene. Um, and that one literally feels like the raid, the show. Like, I feel like that's what the raid three was supposed to be. And when he couldn't get funding, they turned it into the show. So also check out gangs of London. 
that I had to get AMC plus on my Amazon prime subscription so I could watch it, but it's, it was totally worth it. I watched the first season in a week. No, I'm sorry. Like three days. Um, so definitely check those out. A lot of fighting. Now, the review I had was for Judas and the Black Messiah, which is also on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And it made me hate myself. Mm-hmm. It's the true story of uh, Fred Hampton, who was um, the chairman of the Illinois or Chicago chapter of the Black Panther Party and how he was assassinated by the FBI and Hoover. And um, I can't remember the name of the actor. Kyle, if you could look it up for me. Um, sure. The guy uh, from... So I- I think it's the same one that was in Get Out. Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther, Get Out. Um, Daniel something. But the the other guy, the guy who plays um, the one who betrays him, his name is Bill something. He's played by Lakeith Stanfield. And he is, he's been in Atlanta. He was actually also in Get Out. He's the guy that got kidnapped. Um, he's in Uncut Gems. Lakeith Stanfield is one of my new all-time favorite actors this dude is fucking nuts in everything he does and it's very he's very subdued he's very um you know he's like the opposite of nicholas cage where nicholas cage like elevates things just by being a fucking nut lakeith stanfield like envelops himself in these roles where you don't see him acting he literally kind of embodies any character he's playing he's always perfectly hired for any character um and and to be fair, did you get that name? Yes. Uh, I'm I'm sorry if I butcher it. Racist. Uh, but, uh, shut up. Daniel Kalua. I think that's right. He. It's I'm not going to say L U U Y A. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna let you be the one to keep saying it in case it is wrong, so I can be like definitely. Yeah, he yeah. just doesn't get it. Uh, he was <laughs> phenomenal in it. That it's one of the best acted movies I've seen in years and by the end of it like i had to look it up because i was like there is no way that something this blatant happened it's basically about the assassination of fred hampton how lakeith i'm not lakeith stanfield it wasn't actually him but this guy became an fbi informant the guy he plays and got in with the black panthers to eventually help fred hampton get assassinated it's a character study of all of these characters and they are all perfectly portrayed and it is a, a very fast-paced movie. Jesse Plemons is in it, the Matt Damon lookalike, who's like in every serious movie now, somehow. Uh, he was really good in it. He plays uh, the FBI agent that's kind of mentoring Lakeith uh, Stanfield's character. Diet Matt Damon. Yeah, that's exactly what he is. <laughs> uh, it, it, it was phenomenal. Nicole was sitting, that's uh, my wife. She was sitting in watching some of it with me. And after like 15 minutes, she was like, okay, I'm, I'm going into the bedroom. I can't watch this because it, it pisses you off. It makes you angry. Um, but it's a movie that I can't believe hasn't been made yet. And I'm very, very glad that I did watch it. Uh, so again, if you have HBO Max uh, and, and if, if every person in that cast doesn't get nominated for the next Academy Awards, I am Dunzo Washington with the Academy Awards. That was a little... <laughs> little play on words there yes, it was. but highly recommended uh i mean if you're also going down that route of stuff on hbo max i would definitely definitely recommend watchmen the the tv yeah. show yeah holy crap i i was blown away and i was not i was not expecting anything out of that show 
and then it's starting off with uh, uh, St. Louis. Yeah, no, not St. Louis. No, uh, Tulsa, I think. The Tulsa riots. Yeah, which and, again actually happened. Yeah, I had to look At- it up. I I had to look it up to be like, okay, was this talked about in the original Watchmen graphic novel? No. Was this did this actually happen? Yes. Holy crap! Does our history suck? At yeah. teaching us this i remember watching that first episode and getting through that part and being like i already don't like this show i was like they're making up some weird thing that happened i'm ashamed to say i had no idea you know i was like they're, they're just doing some weird thing now the show is mm-hmm. like what is this like a, a commentary on race or something and then thank god i just Stuck kept watching it. it because i didn't even have to stick with it every scene was better than the last you know mm-hmm. like you wanted to keep watching it and then i looked it up after that episode and i was like oh my god this shit actually happened and i think a lot of people never knew yeah our educational system is garbage i think a lot of people without watching that show i know i wouldn't have known i would have had no idea and nobody taught i get you don't want to talk about it it's horrible Mm -hmm. but i think it's something that i'm so glad that they that they did you know kind of use that um because it is something that unless you look it up i don't think a lot of people would ever believe happened so that is a great show um and also going along with HBO Max, April is going to be off the hook with a fantastic, hopefully fantastic movie. Mortal Kombat reboot is coming out theaters and HBO Max day one, April 16th. Just got the trailer last week. It is, as of right now, the most watched Red Band trailer on YouTube. This movie blows the other two movies away. Off the hook. Kyle 1996 wants their catchphrases back. No. 1996 Kyle wasn't cool enough to say off the hook. Yes. Uh Chunk is he's nervous but excited but hesitant about I'm, the movie. I'm think, very much with with uh with Chunk Taylor here. Mm-hmm. I I'm yeah you haven't seen it yet dude how can it be better the trailer itself makes those other two movies well better already <laughs> here's the thing that trailer was badass I watched it and I was like Jesus Christ like it was very cool mm-hmm. and the kills were amazing but I have seen all of them mm. in the games chunk mortal kombat legacy all right i'll give you that one (laughs) and what i'm concerned about is like i was looking at when i watched it a second time i didn't watch the fights i watched where the fights were taking place and i was like this looks like it's gonna be some really really badass action scenes surrounded by like a shit story and i'm not saying that's what it is gonna be Mm-hmm. But it it looked like I, I was looking at these backgrounds, like where they're fighting. And I was like, this doesn't I, I you focus on the fatalities. You I feel like they're trying to get you to focus on how gory and how how much it looks like the game. Because I'm worried that maybe everything else about it is weak and even the, mm. the kills and stuff. I think a lot of people were excited because it's like, oh, fuck, I remember that from the game. I remember that. It's just as gory as the game, you know. Yeah, too many characters. And I think that's a problem with any Mortal Kombat. I love even the second original Mortal Kombat, which is a little, 
I love those. I love how quirky and weird and sort of cheesy they are. And I feel like this one might be trying to go a little too serious and a little too, um, a little too like now it's like the adult version. So I'm excited because, like you said, Kyle, those some of those kills were badass. Mm-hmm. But and like right off the back, bat back, whatever, whatever. You know what? I don't care. It's my show. I can say what I want. Um, Ward, Ward, Jax's how he gets his arms and the mechanical arms is great in in this in this movie so it's in the trailer sub-zero freezes them off and just explodes off kyle might be drunk no he's on crack crack cocaine i told him i wasn't gonna partake cocaine's a hell of a drug we shouldn't say that on here um (laughs) no he's just extremely tired from a long day of bullshit at work but yes, no, the fatalities at the end of the trailer, in, in the words of Kano, you fucking beauty. Yeah, but it also like. felt like it felt like like they did a study group. They did for who would for who would like this trailer. And they're like, we want to see stuff from the video games. And they just wrote that shit down. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited to watch it. I'll definitely watch it the day it pops out. But, I think um, I think we I mean we might be planning a uh, movie get together distanced so that we can all that we can all watch it. Yeah, a little watch party that'd be fun. And geek out over how ridiculous it is. Yeah, you you. Um. So Paramount is so CBS All Access is changing over to paramount plus uh in march now news broke this week geek out is owned by atomic geekdom i do not see a trademark therefore it is not um (laughs) it uh news came out that 45 days after the initial release of these paramount films they will go on to paramount plus Sort of in a reverse of what HBO Max is doing, Paramount is getting on, jumping on this <laughs> is jumping on this bandwagon. Nick, is this too much of a good thing? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, here's the thing: is when I first heard about Paramount Plus, I kind of rolled my eyes. I was like, another fucking streaming service. Well, another um, plus streaming service. Well, yeah, the name isn't very like whoever works in the marketing departments of all these studios needs to get fucking fired because like you can't keep taking plus as a name. It's ridiculous. But mm-hmm. at first I was like, this is dumb. Then I saw what they were doing. Like, dude, a Rugrats revival. I'm all about mm-hmm. it. And I honestly can't remember like literally any of the other ones now. I was oh, very there's excited. Rugrats, there a there's a, I think it's Pucky. Brewster, which I Frazier. They are doing Frazier reboot. Oh. (laughs) Yes. uh, That was me right when I read that. Uh, Frazier reboot with uh, I was going to say Brendan Frazier. (laughs) Kelsey Grammer (laughs) back. Uh, Do you want want that as like a mini series or as a show show? I don't give a fuck. Just give it to me. 
I'll take a mini series. I'll take a show. I'll take a four hour Snyder cut. I don't care. <laughs> um, I just want to see more Frasier. I, and yeah. it could suck. You know, I don't like a lot of these reboots where they're like, Hey, we can't make anything new. So let's give people stuff that they like from years mm-hmm. ago. Uh, but, and especially with a sitcom that's supposed to be sort of snobby, funny, I don't know how that's going to work, but especially I'm, in 2021. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to watch though. I, uh, the, the original is one of my all time favorite, uh, uh sitcoms and i am super super excited uh to see that i i will pay monthly for paramount plus just for that and rugrats okay well i mean also with paramount plus we're also going to be getting mission impossible 7 yeah um top gun maverick Mm -hmm. and a quiet place 2 they got to do something with it i know because it was supposed to be out last March. Yeah. And then shit hit the fan. We are not talking about MacGruber. Nobody not likes talking MacGruber. about MacGruber. MacGyver is the only one. I didn't know this. I haven't seen MacGruber. I just, I know, I know what it is. Um, <laughs> there is no reference. <laughs> because he shits on MacGyver. <laughs> He's who's a bitch, whatever. Is this are we talking? Is this like all from an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians or are uh, these M- real? Gruber is an SNL skit character, and they made he was oh. he was made into a movie, I think, even with Kristen Wig in it. Sounds like a law office. Ooh, them fighting words. We're gonna talk later, Dave. Um, but I mean a quiet place too was one of the movies I was looking forward to last year, and Dave had tickets for it for himself punk um but you know life found a way to get in the way and not make him see it uh they were supposed to actually come they were supposed to no they they delayed it indefinitely until they could until everything was safe and then i think september of this year was when it was supposed to come out so we're, we're still going to get it and we're also going to be getting it in the comfort of our own homes. I'm liking this rollout a lot more. I, if you're already paying for the service, you get these movies. That's great. Well, and I'm an introvert. So if I don't have or yeah. So if yeah. I don't have to go anywhere and I can watch movies, fuck yeah. Yeah. And if I don't have to deal with shitty ass people talking in movie theaters, I will do that. Yeah, like Aaron did during the Revenant and uh, Django Unchained. Uh huh. Yeah, definitely. I can't. I, I've told myself I'm not allowed to get drunk and go see movies anymore. But anyway, um, especially with wine, we God those, those those movie going experiences were something. Yeah, from what I remember. <laughs> so yeah i'm uh i thank you i forgive you nick that's all i've been waiting to hear for the past like seven years thank you um yeah so the next part i was going to do a criterion corner where i talk about a criterion movie that i watch and then i kind of like uh go through the special features and the stuff that comes with it not doing that this week because one uh, pretty soon we're going to be late for a sushi reservation that we have oh, at seven. Oh, shenanigans. Um, so no, it's um, no, you're good, dude. You're good. I hate sushi. I'm just going because she likes it. Um, oh. But well, then, I can't well, tell her you tell her she can go by herself and get the, 
All the sushi she wants. American cinephiles is more important. Okay, good. She didn't say anything. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, but here I will do a. Here's a, a teaser. So this movie is called The Uninvited. Uh, it is a uh, horror movie from 1944. I've mm. watched it a couple times. Um, but I've never finished it. It's really, really good. That's all I'm gonna say. It like to the point where like you know when you watch a black and white movie, typically, mm. especially a horror movie, they're not ever really unsettling or scary. They're just like good. Uh, this one is very unsettling and extremely well done. So I'm looking more, I, I'm looking forward to uh, doing that next week. That'll give me more time to go through the special features and stuff. Excellent. And I guess we only have one more thing on the agenda. I have a quick little anecdote to share. Okay. Um, I thought that you would find this particularly interesting, Kyle. Are you familiar with Hal Rudnick? Yes, he oh screed junkies. Yeah, which we don't talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are they still a thing? He, uh, they're trying. They're holding on. He's not a part of it anymore. I don't. I don't know how many people. I don't watch it anymore. They're kind of trash to me. But I mean, I think it kind of went downhill after Andy Signor. But even Andy yeah. Signor is. He's... And that's a whole nother. We could do like four. We could do a four-hour <laughs> Snyder Cut mini series talking. He is about... toting on that line of boy, are you? wow what was that that was a race car okay somewhere uh, near my apartment <laughs> what wait what line is he toting the i am going to just eat on the i'm an asshole i'm yeah. just a big asshole yeah he's but. it's it's but it's interesting to watch I've, mm-hmm. i like watching it's, him it's, go it's back interesting to read his tweets um say that but no continue the joke so hal rudnick uh we've been friends on Facebook for years and really, like, yeah. And we'll like say things to each other like once in a while. Um, not like he's like, Hey, what's up buddy? Like we're not friends. He did say happy birthday to me a couple of times. <laughs> just saying kind of royalty. Uh, but I've been going through my annual rewatch of community, which is one of the best TV shows of mm-hmm. all time. And I watched I, that for the first time in its entirety at the end of 2020. Continue. Daddy liked it. Oh, I don't know why I waited so long to watch it. Yeah, I, I, I honestly think I like it more than Rick and Morty. Well, I don't know. Oof. I can't say that. I go back and forth on both of them. They're equally good. Um, I'm watching the end of season three. And there's this character who, who like screams something. He's like, we won't go to war. And I was like, that guy looks so fucking familiar. And I rewind it and it's Hal Rudnick. Or I'm like, I'm like, I think that's Hal fucking Rudnick. So I go to Facebook and I message him. I said, Hey, excuse me, sir. Were you in an episode of community? And he was like, yeah, I was Dennis. And I was like, fuck, that was you. So I have spoken with a cast member of the show community. So basically, basically I'm pretty much rich. I'm pretty much Dan Harmon's uh, personal ass wiper. Now it's no big deal. <laughs> I yeah. do you remember what episode of season three that was? Yeah, I'm 99% sure it's the season finale of season three where Troy is um, Troy finds out that John Goodman's character was killed <laughs> when they're in the when he's in the air conditioning school. Yes. Uh, uh, Hal Rudnick is one that he like announces something really, really loud. He's in one shot in one scene, maybe two shots. And that's it. But that was him. 
Um, I'll try to find it and I'll send you a snap of it later. Okay. Cause yeah, I don't, I guess, cause I haven't seen how Rudnick in such a long time. It yeah. Didn't, it wouldn't have registered. Yeah. It barely registered for me, you know, so it, he, you almost can't notice him, but I knew the voice and I was like, that's gotta be him. And it, it was so pillow blanket war a la Ken Burns documentary. Okay. That episode kills me. Yeah. I, that, <laughs> I just watched that a couple nights ago and I, that's one of my all time favorite With Keith, episodes. Keith David. We should. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, when uh, when uh, Joel, um, Joel, shit, what's his name? The actor. Schumacher? No, the actor, the guy who plays Jeff. Yeah. When he goes, uh, Art, weren't you in the cape? And Keith David <laughs> just goes, no. no. I, I love that. It gets me every time. So Six seasons in a movie. Six seasons in a movie. <laughs> Hopefully one day. Um, one day. All right. Yes. Well, I got to get out of here and go get sushi, sir. Oh, no, that's fine. Please. Um, Nick, where can the people find you if they want to talk to you about movies? At home, come at me. I'll fucking fight you in real life. I'll throw these hands, bitch. I don't give a um, fuck. You talk shit about Snyder Cut one more fucking time. You come find... No, uh, uh, at Nick Sherafinsky on Twitter, I believe. N-I-C-K-S-H-A-R-A-F-I-N-S-K-I. Excellent. Uh, you can also find me on my Twitch at Nick G-W-S. N-I-C-K-G as in G-string, W as in Wooba Wooba, and S as in Salamander Cock, all one word. Outstanding. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at KyleCross89. Uh, you can follow me here, us on Twitch for every Friday, every Friday at 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. American Cinephiles Redux goes live. Uh, I will be streaming Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays starting at 5.30. Uh, starting next week, Tuesday, I'll be doing Alien Isolation for the first time run through of that. I'm excited for that. And then we'll see what other games I decide to go on. I might go back and go classic or go ghost hunting. Who knows? Uh, but thank you all for everyone in the Twitch chat. You guys, you guys are great. I, I love you all. Uh, Nick loves you. And I love nothing. <laughs> uh, be sure to find us on all the podcast platforms. Um, you don't have to give us a review. It doesn't matter. We're just here doing this for fun. So everyone, Nick, say goodbye. Goodbye and stay wet. All right. That Bye. was a thing. <laughs> <laughs>